Welcome everybody to Let the Youth Live. I've got a very special guest going to be passing through this evening. Man like Stephen Graham. I've read both of his books. Exceptional reads. Can't wait to get him up in the hot seat tonight. So yeah, if you're not already following us on Let the Youth Live, Hi Jade, how you doing? Hi Stephen, I'm gonna add you up in a second, all right? Yeah, so if you're not already following us people, it's Let The Youth Live on all social platforms. But we're gonna be going live very, very shortly with Stephen Graham. Can't wait to get him up in the hot seat. <laughs> Right, let's go. Oh, big up to you, Jade, as well. Glad you're good. Hi, how you doing? Hi, how are you? Uh, how are you? Good? Yeah, good to see you, man. You too, Hi, you too, you too. Uh, and welcome to the show. It's an absolute pleasure to get you on to let the youth live. Right, We're all right, thank you. And we are all about solutions and you're out there providing solutions, doing exceptional work in our communities. Thank you. You I mean, I'm in awe of everything that you do, and I'm sure I don't know everything that you do. <laughs> but <laughs> I want to big you up. Your books are amazing. I've read two of your books. So the I, I'm a gun. Oh, I'm a gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Incarceration J.A. Okay, yeah. Both mm -hmm. amazing reads. Thank you. Now, you have made your books into projects, haven't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have. I have, um, I made I'm a Gun into a few different projects. I turned I'm a Gun, when I first did I'm a Gun in 2012, I turned it um, into a documentary, which had Leo, Muhammad, Andrew Muhammad, Akala, Jaja Souls, um, Robin Chavez, quite a few people, Lady TT, quite a few people joined in to help. Um, cool, that's quite a cast there. Yeah, Freddie McCougar. Hey. Freddie McCougar. <laughs> Not only about my brother, Freddie McCougar. Yeah, they joined in to help me to create an amazing documentary. Documentary, I'm a guy, documentary was really powerful. Um, it is really powerful because things like that, it's, it's still current today. What what they were saying, like they were saying prophetic things. So it was beautiful, the things they were talking about. Mm -hmm. You know, um, things that was current and things that they could foresee what's going to happen. And it was really, it's a really powerful documentary. And um, so I turned that to a documentary. Then I turned it into a workshop, which was once 12 weeks. And there were 12 sessions and I, I broke it down recently to seven sessions and I turned the book into an animated movie, which is yet to release. Ooh. So, yes, yeah, so I turned the book into an animated movie. It's a 3D movie, full out, a full one hour movie. I've screened it twice. Yeah. Um, but I, that's only like, this, uh, they were just like screening Church Road and Kilburn. They were both a full house. Uh, a lot of people cared more than they were supposed to come out, put that way. But, um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, yeah no, nah, but what it was, it was actually private screenings. So I just gave a set my People say, okay, only like seven people come registered um on on everything ever bright so mm. i think like 40 people but uh, the place yes. like over 100, 
they have yeah people who didn't even register came there's like hundred some people there were enough spaces so there's people just outside watching from outside it was mad but I couldn't turn away neither in it because it's, it's love in it so I just let everyone come in and just come but um I made the movies kind of banging still because it's it's got like um people from different areas it's got R.I.P. my brother first of all mentioned his name Lefty from um, Stonebridge oh, yeah. yeah Lefty R.I.P. Lefty's my brother still for life the left um Right, lefty, it's got Lefty on it. It's got Mel Dalgan from Kenzo Green on it. So it's got Kenzo Green man them on it. It's got Church Road man them on it. It's got Scraps on it. So Scraps plays a, a role in it. So those Shogs yeah. and yeah, it's got it's... man from Kilburn. It's got Justo from South Kilburn on it. So it's got Beer Man for different ends. Yeah, it's got Justo from South Kilburn, a big boy rapper, my brother as well. It's next little one of my next little brothers. Them. It's got man from all different places. It's got man from East. It's got man from um, got Jaja Souls from Brixton. You know, so yeah, it's it's a it's a it's an anime movie where I wanted to show that. Even though they're physically people have physically came into one it one together, but areas that people say don't can't work together, they did work together. But through myself, together. yeah, got together mm-hmm. through an animated movie. So I feel like Wicked. the concept of it was um was more look at the psychological um things that people say are separation, but really though they like I said, though they never physically come together, but when you put the energies together, it can create power. And that was yeah. what I want to show that. You know, we are powerful beyond measure, beyond the physical, we are powerful beyond measure. So, you know, if we align our spiritual insights together, we can do powerful things, really. So that's the base of this this animated movie. So, yeah, that movie, I haven't released yet, but it's set to release soon still. I'm, um, I'm talking to a TV station about that, but, yeah, that's another story. So, um, yeah. How exciting, um, though? I can't wait yeah. to see that. Was there, because um, yeah. I know on your YouTube channel, I saw a little clip of an animation. Was that? Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, that's oh, the trailer. Yeah, yeah that's the trailer. So that's it. The trailer part, the trailer part's got like, um, it's got uh, scraps and a few other people just doing them, like different, different people took out these piece, piece clips. So it's got Shugs on it, my brother, my, brother, my little cousin Shugs. And yeah, it's just, it's it's um, it's an interesting, you know, concept to get different people together to, um, you know, just to, like I said, mentally get people in that thought process that we can work together. And if, and if we do work together on a mental tip, imagine if we physically decide, say, we're going to do it. Like what can stop mm-hmm. us as a people, you know? So we just, it's about breaking the barriers, isn't it? Psychological barriers that that uh, avoid that keep everybody at bay. Thing. This is my block. This is my thing. And this is you know what I'm saying. So that was the concept of it still, you know. And I respect everybody for supporting my vision. Saw my vision because that's again the love that they they showed me. I mean, they support the vision. So that was beautiful. Then um, and like I said, I turned into a seven week workshop, which I've COVID stopped when COVID uh came. It's kind of stopped. I had a few schools to roll out into, mm-hmm. uh, but then. Because that's part of the, the animation is part of the assembly workshop, and which is the assembly workshop covers. It's actually the book broken down yeah. into a workshop. So we look at, you know, the psychological impact of uh, violence. We look at trauma, we look yeah. at psychological trauma, ancestral trauma. The the workshop's crazy because it, it talks about everything. Like it, we use scenarios on the book mm-hmm. about even like um, what in, we, we we talk. So we have certain things in the book we talk about, and we look at it and we discuss the scenarios and we break it down and we write concepts on it. So it's something that we can actually use in schools and things as well. Yeah, amazing. Was, yeah, someone was talking to me. I was talking. I'm talking to somebody right now. Hopefully, because I've, I've done it in a workshop way, but for myself delivering it. But I'm actually talking to somebody about. Sure, we're aiming to put in a proper like format mm-hmm. that could actually go for the structural, systematical structure. Yeah, so it can actually be rolled out. I'm interested yeah, in that. What, that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what, that's what I'm talking to somebody right now. So we're in a conversation about that right now. So um, yeah, yeah. So you know, who knows where it's gonna go? But then yeah, the uh, incarceration J A. That's also turned to a workshop which I want to, in God's willing, soon. You know, so hopefully when it finishes writing up and I think, roll that into um, prisons and that. 
Yeah, 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 I can well, see that vision yeah. in that man. But yeah, I tell yeah, you, yeah. really, really enjoyed the book. Well, I've enjoyed both the books. The, the latest one, though, Into giving it. a real exactly. insight into prison life. Um, mm. To the point, I mean, I've got a friend who's inside now, and you mm. know, he he's been complaining, and I said, mm, "It's a bit harsher in JA, mate." <laughs> like, um, yeah, I've got, so, I've got a documentary coming up. Um, I was actually supposed to do an interview this week, but um, with big respect to Sean Atwood, oh, yeah, big uh, up to him. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted an interview this week, but because of circumstances, family circumstances, I'm not doing it again. Me and me, me and Tugger Wall, me and Tugger Wall, oh, supposed to do yeah. it because yeah. we actually work on a documentary, me, Tugger Wall, Robin Travers, and oh, two psychiatrists Robin as well. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, because we were all in prison, Jamaica, innit? all of us. Oh, right. They, I they, didn't realise Robin yeah. as well. Yeah, Robin done a little time in Jamaica too. Yeah, yeah. So we're doing a documentary basically about the psychological effects of trauma and just looking at the system in Jamaica prison, that like Jamaica prison system. It's, it's, yeah, that is messed it's, up, it's man. Mad out, yeah, it's mad out there. When people see the footage that I've got, because I've got, you know, I've got prisoners oh from Jamaica sending footage regular. So I've got yeah. a lot of prisoners sending me footage. Oh you know, obviously God. all those on the inside helping me to get footage. So when people see the footage that, gonna come out they understand the condition mm-hmm. we're living in because like, it's one thing yeah. reading the book but actually seeing yeah, yeah. i can imagine below, that below human standard they understand that below human standard yeah. like we we were living like below human standard anyone if you're going if you know Stop. some people went there for a few months you know i was like myself went there for eight years you get me mm-hmm. but it's a below human standard that is the way we was living it was crazy like the yeah. the, the liberty was mad it was shocking. so um yeah yeah, yeah i mean like <laughs> like you know you, you there's there's no toilet facilities and that's that's the basic standard of humanity to have toilet facilities yeah you get I me mean? we had we had none we yeah. had none at all and none then what you all, broke then. down as well that you didn't have the toilet facilities but yeah. then you're up against it depending on who's in your cell what was that needs but mm-hmm. the bigger one, that's what you have to use and cut and, you know, put yourself in there and go to it. How degrading is that mm-hmm. for a big man? You know, mm-hmm. going to it in a plastic bag and that was ridiculous. Then again, if, you, if you're not, if the person don't like you yourself, then you can't go. So yeah. that's another problem. I, that becomes, I was that, reading that. that, I was just like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, is he yeah. Is he mean? Wow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, you know, thank God, you know, we survived. Um, yeah, you know, my yeah. Myself open and Tug Wall we came out. We're still functioning because I know people who come out and wait function normal again. Mm. You know? They're not functioning normal, they, they can't get on with their normal day life. So, you know, thank God that we still we're stronger than mm-hmm. yeah, no, yeah, you've no. done amazing. The fact you were yeah. able to yeah, to reflect while you're on in there as well, to be able to yeah. write the book. It was hard though. Yeah. It was hard. Mm-hmm. But it's a le- it's a lesson though for mankind that, you know, hopefully they see when they read the book that Despite what adversities we're going through, we have to really take that time to reflect on self. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I took I took that time to do it in a place that was crazy, like literally crazy. Because even a new document I'm putting out, it shows about because in my book I talk about a warder being shot. You know, because we had the people had firearms in prison. That is just, is just crazy. They had all the weapons, um, didn't they? Yeah, the new, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the new, the new, the new um, book, the new document we're putting out. I've got the I've got the footage of the, I've got the footage of the latest murder happening in prison about a couple months ago to a warder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have killed a couple months ago. I got the footage in the new documentary, so it's going to be very explosive. I talk about the prison shooting, and I got the I got the newspaper article for the prison shooting that happened when I was in prison. What got me shipped out of GP and sent back to um, sent to High Horizon. Mm-hmm. But I talk about the actual 
um, recent murder that happened only a few months ago where the inmate stabbed at the water with an ice pick and killed him. I've got the picture of the water, I've got the picture of the inmate, the water, the, mm -hmm. the, I've actually got the pictures with the ice pick in the water's back when he laying down dead. Wow. Yeah. Oh my God. It's, it's really crazy. It was crazy. It's crazy then, it's even crazier now. This is why we're kind of campaigning because. Yeah. Something needs to be if, done because it's, yeah, it's not that's, humane, that's man. It's not humane. That's why we're campaigning. But that's, why we're, that's why we're actually making a documentary because we're going to campaign, like, show people, like, this is what's going on in Jamaica right now. In Jamaica, remember, Jamaica prisons, especially on GP, were actually, um, they're outdated. Mm. They, haven't, they haven't been developed since the 80s. They're still the same condition. Nothing's changed. Like, it, it's not humane for people to be, like, live in that condition. No, you know, so, um, yeah, yeah, something that we're, we're campaigning for, you know. Big up to all of you involved, though, getting, you know, Appreciate this all out. You know, I'm envisioning you will make an impact by doing that. And it I'm needs willing. to be done. Oh, definitely, definitely, definitely. Yeah. It's definitely, it's important to, it's important to, you know. Humanity is important to, you know, to, to think about humanity, you know, think about people, how he helped touch lives, help lives, save lives, you know. Because you can't expect someone to change their life in a prison system. Thank God I was able to do it. But how to do that when you're not actually learning to change the way you think about life? And especially in a place that, that's so run down, mm. you ain't going to want to think about changing your life because it's yeah. so depressing. Yeah. You know, so... um. Maybe to really help change those things. That's why even with the book in country, I want, Jay, I want to go to prisons over here because I want to talk to to people. Because it's great you can give people courses. I know a lot of friends in prison. I say they they passing time running, getting their courses, but psychologically still traumatized over the things they've been through, yeah. all the things they've done, and and then again, there's got you've got the things that you can't speak about, which is the deeper traumas. Because that's the that I, tell, I always say to people, like I said in my book, mm -hmm. the deeper traumas are the things you can't tell someone about, like things that you know you never been you never been arrested for. Or you no know, one don't know about. Yeah. You're not, you're, not, you're not gonna automatically just because you turn your life around, you know, go confess to the world that I did this and I feel better about myself now. Because no. then that's just just to set you back, you're going to prison again for it. So it's like, how do you deal with those traumas? Do you get me? How do you overcome those situations? It's about teaching people how to really channel them, channel within, look at themselves to to find that self love, to have um self-belief understand self-worth you know yeah. all these things it's easy to say it's so easy to say oh i'm gonna change my life around but it's so hard to do it's yeah. it, it sounds so it's easy massive, to say but isn't it like yeah yeah probably anyone will do and it's, it's easier to run it's easier to run from mm. yourself than actually to look into yourself you know easier pay, it's easier to pass the buck and blame somebody else for your problems than even to accept that you know you could have made that change like i said in my book my father i was young i when i was only i was only eight when he really when i really noticed the abuse but even on even that i said in my book mm. after a while i stopped hating him i stopped being angry with him because the anger i had for him and the hatred I had for him it was only eating me up it yeah. wasn't it was not that it was eating him up it was eating me up more than anybody else so the reality is i learned that the outcome of my life was always on me not somebody else mm -hmm. do you get what i mean so and that's what it is i had to let the anger go to allow myself to live and be free again and it's yeah. like same thing with any situation. No matter what's going on, whether somebody's affecting you or it's things around you affecting you, or even you're affecting yourself, you have to learn to forgive yourself or forgive or forgive others. And I mean, forgive others that you have to yeah. be friendly with them or exactly. party with them, but yeah. learn to let that go and focus on you, you and drive yourself. And I think, yeah, that's mm -hmm. the key. And now it's it's so easy said, but it's so hard to do because you knowing someone's hurt you so bad, you're innocent, you're young. I'm a little boy. I just all I wanted was love. I just wanted you to hug me and hold me. My dad's not around. Really, all I want to say, you love me. You get me? Yeah. Like, I think even the months, all the time I was going through, I don't understand, like I said in my book, the universe, like, I don't understand, like, you want to, you're going to go with my mother, but yet you don't want to love me the way I need to love. All I wanted was someone to show me they love me. 
Do you get what I'm saying? Just if you told me really you love me, it would have it would have been a bit things would have been totally different. Do you get I wouldn't pretend that to be the person that had to go through so much situations, but there was no desire or intention in his mind to love me. But then he had his, his own traumas because if a grown man can affect me like this or do this to me, then he had his own problems. And I worked that in prison that he's got his own problems. I don't have to be looking at um judging like carrying the anger for myself. He's got his own problem. Exactly. And I think, yeah, and that was really important that that is his, it's not mine. And I think we need to be taught that that when we need to learn emotional control. We don't learn emotional control in society. Society doesn't teach us that. No where, no time and no how it doesn't teach us emotional control. And sadly most of us don't learn that in our homes. Most yeah, by emotional true, control. Yeah. A lot of our parents are having themselves, you know, things bother us, things you know upset us and we we, we um Lash out, yeah, and then the kids see that, so it's like, ooh, well, do you get me? So, you know, me, I, I, like I said, I don't, I don't, me, I don't really, I never ever judge our community, I don't judge people what they do, but I just say we need a lot of self reflection. And on that note, mm-hmm. I've got a podcast series coming out soon as well, um, where we're actually discussing serious topics like this. So, soon to release a podcast series where, um, we'll be talking like these kind of things, like again, child abuse, because it's something that's really. It's touching. Right. It's, a, it's a very yeah. topic that no one likes to speak about. Mm-hmm. It needs talking about and the law as well into it. Yeah. that's yeah, definitely 100%. part of the law that yeah that is messed 100%. up. It's, yeah, 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 hundred percent. So this is what um so we'll be talking about some real t- real hardcore topics. And like I say, I'm never here to judge my community because I'm not the first. I'm the first one to not judge because I've been through everything. Mm-hmm. But it's about making that awareness and giving people feeling comfortable that they can actually make a change because it's hard to even accept or you hear something that's touching it, it, it can it, may, it can bring a trigger in you that you have a run for yourself or you just want to switch off like I don't want to talk yeah, do you get me and okay. it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a response that most have and I understand where that response comes from because a lot of us have been through things that we don't want to talk about or we just want to just keep pushing on in life but for me it's it's really important that um discuss it and I try to discuss it in a very open and you know f- beautiful way that people can relate to you know so the podcast i'm doing is with with uh this is a lovely wonderful artist friend of mine so we did we're gonna we got we got a podcast series coming out you know oh, that, um, the artist? You, uh, amja on facebook on instagram you can find her amja amja abashley oh. she she does art yeah she's an artist and she's also got a radio show oh wicked yeah so coming out soon uh no date yet for the first series but then we're, we've got a backlog of we're gonna have a backlog of Podcast coming out on range from different different topics, but Brilliant. all topics that can you know help the global community because it's about it's about awakening and helping the global community. Yeah, because me, so. the, the things that I'm finding that the things that need speaking about, they're the things that aren't being spoken, are they, Stephen? Mm-hmm. It's mad. It's mad. It's um. Well, so yeah, so I'm excited for that once you start this new podcast. But I mean, right. you have you've done loads of documentaries. Do you, yeah. want to, do you want to talk us through, you know, some of the documentaries that you've done and the places oh, that you've travelled? Wow, all my documentaries are all self-funded. Uh, so I just want everyone to know, it's not, I have been funding that. No one's funded no wow. none of my stuff. Yeah, all my documentaries, all my things I've done is all self-funded. And again, I'm not, I ain't got a lot of money neither. It's not that I've got a lot of money, but I'm very smart with my money. Yeah. That makes sense. And plus... Investing I in work, yourself. Yeah, and I work, and, uh, I work more than... I'm sure, I don't know if you've been on my website, but... I do like personal training. I do. Um, I, I teach loads of that. Like, You've got loads, yeah. man. So I do. Yeah, I do a lot of different things. So when I make my money, I invest my money back into myself and in the community. So mm-hmm. most, so most, nothing most, ninety percent of everything I got, my music studio, on the music studio, all that stuff, all that is self bought, self funded, and then I just invest 
my money that I've hard worked hard for back in the community. So that's all it is. It's just like my money back to the community and God's blessings after that, you know? So um, my documentaries, well, I've got documentaries I've traveled to Jordan, Morocco, Lebanon, Palestine, Egypt. Um, I've done, I went recently, I was in, in Europe, I was in Europe, I was in France and that. Um, I was, uh, yeah, to France. I've done Chicago as well. I've done three in Chicago recently. Um, that was before the the whole whole pan, um, pandemic. <laughs> I did three. <laughs> I did three documentaries then, um, and I was supposed to go to Chicago and actually do some more work. I was actually supposed to be in Chicago working right now with Seven Four Seven. It's a gang called Seven Four Seven Gang, but oh. they're not a gang like yeah. But it's not a gang like. Um, well, it's not like. A gang that speaks about violence and crime. If they are, don't get me wrong, they have lived that life. I'm not ah, gonna say they haven't right. they live that yeah. life, but they're about making change and transformations. You know, in fact, yeah. one of the guys from the gang called Shorts, he's one of my good friends. You find one my Insta Shorts, he's in my document, Chicago documentary. He opens it up. In fact, the Chicago documentary I put out on my YouTube channel, he's uh, shorts, he's um he's family to the the artist that died recently in Chicago, the King oh, King yeah. King Von. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's his family, and um, he's he's from the same neighborhood, Inglewood, and um, he did a he did the amazing thing in in Chicago that no one's ever done really, to have a peace peace treaty for about a few months. I think it was a few months he had a peace treaty for. Oh, they did like, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he done he done he done it himself. Wow. Like, he's got a lot of respect in his block. He's got a lot of respect. In his block. He's, like, he he was on the streets before, you know, and he's turning lap around. He does a lot of stuff for the youth. So sh shorts, like me, shorts, and a few other brothers, Big Mo, and that we few of us work together, you know. Chico and that we do some we 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 plan some serious stuff helping young people. You yeah. know, like I said, no one's perfect, no one's got perfect life, but we're supposed to do some real some powerful stuff in the schools in Chicago and that using my same iron project mm -hmm. because they want some new um programmes that would be different from what they use they're used to. Because I was gonna say but, you have you've got a lot of different programmes, haven't you? Because yeah, you know, I, I went on your website and <laughs> there was loads. Do you yeah, want to talk us through um, which ones you, what you've got there? What projects? Okay, I've got, well, I've, I've, the name of uh, the name, I've got the I Am Project, which is again the, the animated cartoon and seven session program. Yeah. It basically covers every aspect of what's going on. But um, traumas, violence, psych, friendships. Well, we look at relationships. We look at relationships. We look at relationships. When I say relationships, I don't mean just interrelationships, I talk about friendships or relationship between parent and child. Mm -hmm. We analyze relationships and how people deal with relationships. And we look at the crossing of borders, because in the book, in the, like, an example of it is in, in, the, in the actual workshop is, there's a part where, I forget the girl's name in the book, but she talks to, um, I forgot even the character in the book. She talks to um, her husband and answered him, you know, do you have your machine on you? Mm -hmm. And they got their little son Malachi. And so in, the, in that little chapter, we bring out that little chapter to say, okay, she knows her husband always has a gun, and she knows you got Malachi as a little son. Yeah. And then we, so the question would be like, you know, do you think it's a wise move that she's just so calm that he does his gun? So yeah. we discuss it and some people say, nah, she's wrong, some people say, right. But I say, but hold on, let's analyze this. Because again, I, like, I don't like to judge, I like to look at scenarios. I say, okay, but she may have had an upgrade where she never had no partner or like no father figure. And this man's coming alive and he treats her like a, like a queen. Mm -hmm. Amazing. But he has these little streets out of him. He's from Jamaica. So yeah. he doesn't treat her bad, doesn't do ill treat, but this is what he does. 
and in the in the in the not having someone protected all her life and psychologically traumatized by her not having a father go around, she's now allowing this man to have his firearm around her because she understands that she loves this guy so much she doesn't lose him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, so that's one scenario, but at the same time she put her child at risk. Yeah. At the same time, him himself not understanding that that's a part of his street code because he grew up in the ghettos of Jamaica. But he's not realizing that the risk he's put to his family and then the ways of the system of England different system in Jamaica. Because mm -hmm. you can live in a gas in Jamaica and police ain't going to come to your house if you're not from a firearm, unless they directly know. But in England, it's either tip off and they come. Do you know what I'm saying? So yes. we break down different scenarios. So we look at scenarios. And instead of saying, just look at, oh, she's wrong altogether. No, let's look at why she might be doing things. Mm -hmm. Because if we don't understand the why when people do things, we can never fully understand the situation. And the yeah. problem is, in our society, we like to always quick judge, oh, that's wrong what you're doing. Oh, that's bad what you're doing. Oh, it's this. True, isn't it? But yeah. we, don't, we don't look at the deeper level of things that, why are they doing it? Because until we understand the why and what causes it, yep. then we can we can't deal with it. There's no solution. It's only just you a surface deal with yeah. we're judging. So I'm a man. I'm, I like solution based because I've been through more than I can really talk about in my life, or even more than what I can even express in my book. And I know that there's a lot of situations that led to my me doing certain things. A lot of situations led to things happening in my life mm -hmm. to myself and other people. So having analyzed that. And look at the many different forms of things that's transpired that's transpired in my life. I realize that we can't just be so quick to judgment. Oh, that mother, like since a child, a child, a child, a mother's taking money from a child. Let's give an example. An example in my book, I talk about it. a mother takes money from a child, and you say, "Well, that mom's wrong. That child's selling drugs. You know, mom should be taking it." On a on a from a from a from the from the natural eye, she is wrong, but who knows her setup? Who knows what she's been through? Mm -hmm. Who knows her mental health? Who knows? Yeah. You can so many factors, isn't who there? knows? Who knows what the government? Who knows she might be rent arrears, down rent arrears, and she's getting pressured by local housing. Plus, who knows if social services in her life and social services are threatening her because the child's not doing certain things that he should be doing, and the social services are coming down on her because they do do that as well. Yeah. We don't know. We don't know the underlying issues, and until we understand the underlying issues of a picture, we're never going to heal. And this is the problem when we're looking at dealing with family dynamics. Yeah. People just quick to go in and say, "Oh, wrong. This step. no." Let's look at it. Let's let's unpeel everything, and look at everything properly, and then we can start realizing what's really going on. Yeah. But I think because that's a lot of time consuming, and people don't want that. They just want a quick fix. Yeah, we're going to constantly go for bad problem. It's true. You get me, and mm -hmm. I, I'm not that type of guy. I would like to do things properly. Let's, let's break it down. Are they? Yeah, it's not. It's not impossible. Impossible. Look, I was in prison for years, eight years, and it took me eight years to really start analyzing myself. Well, after first analyzing myself, and I'm still working on myself today. I'm not not perfect, dude. I'm me still too. working on yeah. myself. I've still got issues I've got to deal with. You get what I'm saying? Whether they're things that I've disclosed to you in my book or I haven't disclosed, I've still got things to deal with. So for me to turn around and say, boy, that's going to be the over overnight, that's madness. Like, it's madness. So yeah. I feel people need to have, not even have expectations, don't have expectations. Have patience for it. That's yeah. the biggest problem. Yeah, we have too much expectations. Oh, that person should be doing this, this person. No, you don't know what they're going through. So let, when we, let's, let's really say we really have community support. We really care about the community because a lot of people say they care about the community. I'm not saying, again, not throwing words, but we have to then be patient with people if we, if we really care. Like mm -hmm. work with someone, understand they're going through their own things and they, it's not just so easy that they can just say, oh, I'll stop doing this, I'll stop doing that. Or, yeah. you know, it, it, it's deep. Not so as easy as that, yeah. No. Look at this, look at the deep situations and really just like, you know, break it down. So for me, I find that really like it's consequential to me that you know we really um we really take time and work with individuals and really allow individuals to know that we really sincerely care.
Yeah. You get me? Because a lot of people got their back up. A lot of people, even if even between mm. friends and friends, you're my brethren, but there's certain things about I don't know if I can trust. Do you get what I'm saying to you? You're, or you're gonna have a backup about certain things. So everyone's got this kind of paranoia about something. Do you mm. get me? So allow people to really feel like they can actually confide in you, like you they you got them hundred percent. Yes. You get me? And that takes time to build. Yeah. You know, so um yeah, this it's it's just the way I do my thing. I don't really like I said, I don't rush into my when I work with a family, I work with a young person. We work for a hot minute. And if I'm working through social services or something, even when I stop, even when my contract with them might be done, my connection with the young person still keeps going. Mm -hmm. You get me? So I've got young people who call me who I've worked with like a year, a year ago and I'm not getting paid for them. But they still call me. I'm like, well, I've got a family. You get me? Because they become my family. So yeah, oh, boom, they tell me everything. And you get me? So I feel it's important that we, do, we know it's not, there's no quick fix for certain things. Yeah. You get me? So yeah, it's just, it just, for me, it's really, it's just important to, that we take time out and, really just you know give give it all to our people when we're doing what we're yeah. doing you know and you are doing amazing i love the fact you know that you work with the families as well because yeah, it yeah. is yeah it's you know it's all aspects isn't it yeah um, yeah 100%. so big up to you um and bless you for all your work that you're doing um everywhere mm -hmm. for the young people um it's yeah and we need it you know um yes. so with solutions for now what mm -hmm. would you what are your solutions for right now for what is going down on our streets like literally to save lives right now there's not one solution for me there's for me there's loads of solutions and they're all steps like the first thing is to understand for me, like this, I look at like I look at like this. I try to really analyze what I'm doing, and um, the, I want to like I said, there's no there's no one solution now, and I want to be very clear that like, there can never be one solution, right. and every solution has to be adapted. Depends on the situation. Mm -hmm. Like for me, everything, like every little step that I do, from a sincere, and it's what I want to do. I teach, I work with people. I always teach people this that um, everything you do, success, everything you got to do, you got to own it. First thing is own it. You get me? You got to learn to teach people to own things that they're doing, and this is a solution that change. Even if I got to meet a you and he's he's a real gully, and he makes me to makes me to that appointment, I make him understand, bro. Like he's like, blood. The day wasn't crap. I said, no, it wasn't crap, though, bro. Because you're here today, right? You I mean, so yeah, but the day was rubbish. I said, no, no, forget about all that's rubbish. Yeah, Look at all negative. I go, I goes, yeah, I goes, brother. Look, you reach here. I go, you, I go, you got to own it, bro. You didn't have to come here, innit? Mm -hmm. You didn't have to make it here. So you make him understand that the fact that you made it here, that little step that you took. They most people most people look at success in it. They think of success is when you achieve this massive thing, but you're mixing success and achievement together. That's it's wrong. Yeah. And achievement and success are two different things. Exactly. They, 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 get they, they, the there. Yeah. Yeah. To get there, a successful him. act. Yeah, it's a successful act. So I'm a person. I try to make people, make people own every little thing they're doing. It. So if I talk to you and he's like, "Blood, like I want to hurt this man. This man's getting me angry." And I like, nah, blood did it. And he's like, "For real, what he said made no sense." I tell him, "Bro, it's not what I said." I said, it's what you, you acknowledge what I said. It's not me. I just said something to you, but you acknowledge, you took it. So I turned it back on him and make him, make him feel powerful that he's still eco-registered reasonable conversations. So it's about, for me, solution for me, my biggest solution is always to let a person, whoever it is, whether it's a child, a parent, or a, understand that the, the response I'm get, I'm get from them is not based on me just because I've said something to you that's positive or my thing. That's just me trying to take ownership and bigger than myself and that, that's dead and that's rubbish. It's more about Make it a young person like that because the fact you can relate to what I'm saying to you, mm -hmm. take ownership of that. In it, that's yours. Don't just look at yeah, blood. You made me feel this way. No, no, no. But you reciprocated the energy I was giving you. 
don't don't leave yourself out. So you, I like to let people feel good about themselves mm -hmm. because it's and it's not, feeling, it's not isn't it? it's not a false yeah. thing. It's a real thing. If you've done something, let you take ownership of it and own it. Don't just give it back. Don't put it back on me. Put the energy on yourself. Like because mm -hmm. energy is powerful and energy is powerful more than people can understand. People understand we're energetic beings, isn't it? Like naturally, you can't see that you can't see the breath that keeps you alive. If you hold your nose, hold your mouth, to, you're gonna die. You're suffocate. Mm -hmm. You cannot see the force of, of energy that keeps you alive. God, God said, you know, I brought breath in Adam. You can't see the physical breath that keeps you alive. But I would say, like, it's like, take ownership of it, innit? Like, no, it's there, innit? So what you can't see is more powerful than what you can see. Technically, what I'm trying to say to yeah. you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying to you? So, so I want people to take power of what they can't see. They can't see themselves, but now I'm going to make it see yourself, innit? Take ownership of it. Like, mm -hmm. learn to love yourself. So for me, solution-based starts as small as that. Yeah. As small as allowing people to take ownership of things that they're doing or the way they, even a little thing that, ah, oh, I was going to do this, or I didn't do that, I didn't do this. Just the fact you didn't do it, take ownership. And if you've done it and you think, I'm sorry for what I've done, bro, the fact that you're sorry for what you've done, it shows you're just a maturity, there's this. Let them take ownership for it. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. So then that's how I like it. I like to make people take ownership for what they're doing so they feel good about themselves. Number one, a feel good factor is the key in life. Yeah. So for me, that's, 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 that's paramount. But then on a, on a different note, solutions could be. Again, like I said, it's, it's the steps of solution for me is not small. It's every, it's every small thing going all the way up. It's not just big solution. Like, I, I know where I want to go. I want to see mankind. I want to see peace in the earth. That's something in my heart. Yeah. You get me? That's written <laughs> in my heart. But, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, now I want to see peace in the earth. Black, white, and Chinese people live in harmony. You get me? The ungodly, you know, and those who don't want it, they won't get it. But those who want it will find it. And I want to see that. But the reality is, so I know I want to see the full, the full, the, I mean the future thing, mm -hmm. but every little thing I do, like, for me, I, like, I like, I own, I don't walk around boasting about, but I own the things that I do. Like, I, I honor what I do and I, I'm thankful God has given me the, the opportunity to do what I do. And it's, I want people to do likewise. I own what they, they're doing. And so mm -hmm. when I'm, when I work with young people, I, I, like I said, back to them, take responsibility to own it and feel good about the little things they do. But so I feel like beyond the, just the own ownership is, Doing the workshops I do with them is again a way to help young people. But then again, for me, also a big thing is supporting other people doing other things as well. Because yeah. a lot of people do those things. I don't like to boast, or I don't like to talk about it, but because it's not even boasting. In fact, let me rephrase that. So to saying that I support other organizations isn't a boasting. It's a proud thing that I'm proud that I see the yeah, value in that person, what they're doing, <laughs> and I'll support them. Yeah. So, you know what? The organization that I do support that are doing things with young people. And that's an next that's an solution base because if you've got something going on with a bunch of young people, if I can help you transform them young people or even give you my time or give you you know some information that I can you can use or help you in any manner to help them young people, then that's an next solution base because a lot of egos out here people just want to there's some people who want to start up and just do their own thing that like they don't care about other people, but me I like to to help out and have other people to grow do you get me so there's many things there are many things that are like align, align to solution base solution base isn't just about what you just do for the young person but it's also what you do within your environment as well to help other people who also help young people yeah do you get what i'm coming from yeah so that's also a part of the solution base because me i'm willing to always collaborate with other people i collaborate with other people all the time i'm behind closed doors for a lot of things that people do do you get me and i don't have to say yeah i was behind closed doors doing that do you get what i'm saying people know that i support them you feel me and it is just that i'm just there they need young people they refer to me and say yo we got young people. If they got young person. They can't. They can't work with. It, they think it's too much. They bring it to me. I won't say ah. They couldn't have that young person. So yeah. they give that young person to me. It's not that situation. Yeah. What's telling? What's telling? What might be telling more for me? Might not, what might be telling for me might be telling for them. What might be telling more for them? 
might be tailored for me. So again, it's about knowing your roles as well. So you're talking about solution basis, also knowing what you're doing as well, because I don't want to take that. Someone else to me, like, I'll be real. Someone said to me, Stevie, teach me business, how to build business. I can't teach someone that. And I'll be real with you. As much as I do filmmaking, I do bookmaking, I just do it organically because I'm just wired to just do bare yeah. things. I'm just wired like that. I, I don't know. Me. God bless me. I'm just wired. I, but if you tell me sit down on paper, pen and do, I don't even do that. Even right now, I'm posting some treatments. I don't want to talk too much about it. I've been talking to some, um, like some stations and that. Yeah. Um, I've been blessed by some somebody. Um, they told me to write a treatment. Treatment? I don't, I organically do everything I do. I yeah. just go, grab cameras, I got, I, in my, it's all in my head, and I just go snap, 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 and I always do works. Do you deal with the filming then? Do you do your own film? Yeah, editing? I do my own film. I've got, got a filming team, I do, I do editing yeah. as well, my boy. I've got, I got, I got, I got, um, got my, my editing partner, he taught me, one little, one, my, my, he was my nephew's best friend, one guy, big up Damon the Dork on Facebook, called, on Instagram called Damon Dork, um. but he's not, he's not a dork, he's just a bright, he's a bright, bright guy. Damon is my, um, he's, he, he taught me how to edit. This little Irish guy, he told me to edit. You get me? He's like my nephew's best friend, but now I stole him from my nephew. So, um, yeah, because he's just amazing. Yeah. So, he's helped me, and he told me to edit. And that was my first documentary I did, I did was Northeast Africa Hidden Truth about the truth about Northeast Africa, what they call Palestine and Jordan region. And um, is I did the editing, and Damien did the final editing, and all, and all the, the, um, gra the effect stuff and that. And yeah. he told me how to do, you know, how to, how to, how to edit. And from that, I've just kept going you get me but he supports me anything i need his extra help he supports me he's my web designer as well and he's talking my web designer so he's uh, part of my yeah, team your man. site looks yeah. wicked <laughs> yeah thanks yeah, yeah well my side my side's got exactly damon damon works damon works i don't want to expose his personal thing but you know damon he works for like um a massive corporation in, in the uk so uh, you know yes. I, I love that yeah he's a big boy in this business mm -hmm. so having him on my side you know whenever yeah. i need something anything like website or I'm still doing everything on me once. <laughs> now, listen, uh, now, but I admire that because you know, it's, I haven't got people think I've got a massive team because of all the things I'm doing. Damon's my main source. Damon and the next guy called Mo. That's really my real team that I've got. I don't, I do so much stuff and things, but it's not. Mo's my graphics, 90% of my graphics, things you see, whether it's my website or my book covers or anything, it's yeah. just Damon. Yeah. You get me? So our team's not massive, but we hard. We work like hard, yeah. hard working. It's just, we got a mad team. Sometimes yeah. they do his job and he's coming to do my job as well. But it's the oh. bullshit. Well, he he doesn't. I'm not saying that he believes everything I believe in, but he believes in the vision. Yeah, and that's what you need. You need that's power. to have that's, that. Yeah, yeah believe in the vision. That's that's yeah. to me. That's the world. Like he's not. We have the same spiritual culture or same mm -hmm. this or that, but we have even same culture culture. You get me? But he believes in the vision. He understands the, the vision of love and peace for all mankind. He understands that vision. So he's with me 100% all day long, all day long. So it's it's about collecting, it's about collecting spirits and getting the right people, right energy, right mindset, despite the race, the culture, whatever. If people can see what you're really trying to do and they yeah. believe in you, and then that's Damon. He believes in me. You get me? So anything I want, you know what I mean? Like people come on the website and say, oh, how much you spend? I won't tell you how much I did spend. I don't get why I spent money for it because I still got pain because you got family until they got to survive. But people on the website looks like a you know, would I spend a 10, 10, 10 15 grand easily. on it? Yeah, easily. Yeah, I spent, I, I spent, I spent a couple of grand, but not as much as that. Far no. You know, uh, I've got, I've got a lot of people around me. though, man. Like, nah, you know, I, I thank God for people I've got around me, you know, so it's, it's that beautiful thing, you get me? So I can't complain. I've got this next, next this, recently I've got um, an engineer because I've got a studio, I've had a studio for years, but I couldn't fully use it properly. So again, I've got an engineer to, a young engineer who joined the team and, um, okay. yeah, he's, so I do some work and I'm, I'm looking more engineers to join the team anyway mm -hmm. you know so anybody out there who wants to get involved and you know 
wants to help us with some music and that because well, I do everything. Like anyway, to play the mess of truth, but I do everything. I do music as well, innit? So yeah, um, see, I didn't realize till recently. Yeah, yeah. So when I went, yeah, I went yeah. back on your YouTube, and I was like, hang on a minute. He mm. raps as well. <laughs> and I love the tunes as well. So definitely keep me in the loop. Send me music. Yeah, yeah for the shows. I was doing music before I went to prison. Before I was up to time, I was actually pretty... pretty I established myself pretty well in, in, in the music industry. I was doing tunes with my cousin Sparky Rugged. He's a big reggae artist over here. I was part of some Jamaican artists. I was really doing well. But I, had, I, I was linked with Capeton in Monday. Yeah, but, I read that um, in the book, actually. Yeah. 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 I, 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 my downfall was I liked the streets too much. I wasn't following my passion. I was, I was, I was too caught up in my own traumas and my anger. And you see, sometimes we don't realize how much our traumas and our anger mm -hmm. steers away from the things we really need to do. Yeah. do. You get me? So, um, yeah, that was my that happened. I, I was I had I used to do clothes design when I was younger, and then I had oh, a French wow. company. Yeah, yeah, I had my own, I had my own little French um, design and um, clothes design. A French company was interested to take to buy it to buy it off me, and then and also to I was also with my music through a similar company. I was actually going to be signed to Zombia Zombia Records, which is part of um, which part of Jive. But yeah. I didn't do Zombia and Wilson. I was just being Wilson and Wilson. Zombia was in Wilson. I I wasn't going to be signed to them. And then I go in prison. So you know that. <laughs> yeah, but everyone for reason still. You exactly, know, but, it does, um, doesn't it? Yeah. Did now you know I've got a lot of I've got um. Yeah, I got a lot of plans. I got a lot of plans. You can see a lot of stuff coming out from you know. So I'm back and you've in done loads already as well. Like I said, I'm just in awe of everything. Yeah, no, I appreciate so, it, man. Just keep going. I mean, I believe we're multidimensional people. Innit? We're not. We're not linear people. We're multidimensional. Everyone's got more than one skill. I mean, yeah. we're naturally created with more than one energy. You know, you've got the even your body system. You've got the muscle, the muscular system, the nervous system, the the you know the skeletal system. You've got different systems in your body. Why should we only think only have one? Just do one thing. Yeah. You know, that's not the that's not way the human nature works. You get me? I know people say, Jack of all trades, a master of none. That's not true. I believe you can do a lot, many things and do them very well. Yeah. You know, Richard Branson, Richard Branson taught us that. Richard Branson himself done that. You know, he, he does music and now look, he does trains, does everything. What does oh, he yes. do? As an individual, <laughs> it's, it's about, yeah. yeah, believe in yourself. Believe in yourself and you can do many things. I, I don't believe in just doing one thing and just be passionate about one thing. That's not true. You know, I, I want to teach people to, I want people to learn to love themselves. That's mm -hmm. my biggest driving solution thing for me is people I learn to love themselves. Because when you love yourself and you start loving all the qualities about yourself, you realize there's many yeah. things about you that you can do about, you can do in life, you know, not just one thing or just live to work for somebody all your life and then pay pension money when you're dead, when you're old to go mm -hmm. back into the pension people. And that's craziness. Like, you know, I know many people are not to call names, but I know people are adults. We will have money, real good money, but they've never lived the things they want to do. They, I got a friend who wants to go French house. I'm like, bro, why don't you go? Why don't you go skiing? Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, blah, blah. That's too late. I'm like, right, but look, you've made money all these years, and you've never done what you really love to do when you're younger. Yeah, you saw about doing. People do that. You got people in jobs just to say, again, I'm not fighting anyone for doing it. I just want people to reflect on life. Yeah. Like the system got us just working, working, yeah. working, and your program to just work. Yeah, you explain that in you... your book as well. Like yeah. I was reading that just about where. Like people are just so we're busy, you know what I mean? With life, we're paying bills, with jobs. Like we don't get it a minute to actually think, think about, about ourselves. ourselves, isn't it? And that's what society's yeah. geared is set like that. Society's made that for everybody. 
Yeah. You get me? No matter who you are, black, white, and Chinese, that is me. Like, for you to just work, 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 work. But yeah. while I'm just taking that moment of time to think about who am I, what do I really want to do? What am I passionate about? Even if I just, I just want to shout out and scream on a mountain, go to a mountain top and scream. Mm -hmm. Like, do what you want to do. Find a time to do what is makes you happy. And a lot of people sadly don't do it. You got people got lovely voices but never used it. Yeah. See, people can sing, can I know sing loads like loads of people. Yeah, hundred percent. So they never, never actually said. Yeah. Never sung, never, never really use that voice. Just, it just, it just, it just, you've given a gift, a gift that like God has given you a gift that you can use yeah. and you just keep it bottled up inside. That's madness. That's, that is the definition of madness, having a gift and not using it. Mm -hmm. Me, I like visuals. I'm just, you know what? I'm going to learn it. I like this. I'm going to learn it. I like that. I'm going to learn it. That's what I'm like. my life. You know what? I've done, I've done a billion one things. I don't care if people say, oh, this is my switches from that to that. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. But you know, I'm so happy in myself because I have no, I know it's like to do that. I don't have to wonder what it's like. I know what it's like to do that. Yeah, I know it's exactly. like to yeah. regret yeah. is not the one, yeah. is it? <laughs> well, that's I don't a, want that's to be regretting. Biggest... <laughs> nah, nah, never, never. The regret of life is like, it's the biggest downfall to think if I only, if I, if I, if I, that if word. But yeah. Nah, just do. Just do. That D.O. is important. That D.O. Do it. You get me? Just do. Just do. And I think that's something I really want to see people do. Just get up and do what they really want to do. You know, whatever it is you want to do, mm -hmm. just do it. It might not, you might not can do it today, but have the intention to do it. If it's something that you want to travel the world or you want to go on a cruise, then save for it. Even if you save a, a pound a day or whatever, keep saving. But do have it. the intention to get it done. Get it done. Yeah, get it done. Whatever it is you want to do or what is your passion in life or you think that you enjoy doing your younger, think that you can reflect and back on that makes you smile. Some might think, oh, when I was younger, I used to sing to myself in the bathroom. Then go, then go, 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 yeah. go look someone to sing with you. Yeah. Or, you know, art or whatever it is, you was pottery. You know, I always wanted to be a pot, do pottery. Go look a pottery you discover girl. that you could draw? And yeah, I can know. draw. I can draw really well. Yeah. I didn't know at all. That's... My brother's an artist. My brother's an architect. He's a, like, he's a big boy architect. He lives abroad doing it. And I didn't know I could draw. I thought he was the artist in the family. Yeah. And when I was in prison, and I did, and some guys gave me some book, some um, books, and I started just thought, oh, I missed trying this thing. Man, I was shocked at myself. I was like, what? I got this in me. I said, the fish at home, my family was singing. You know, it was, it, was a, it was a beautiful feeling. Like, I didn't know I could draw. I did not know. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's the thing is, there's so much things we can do that we don't know, no. but we don't give ourselves time to explore. We don't have the time, do we? To, yeah. This is what I want people to do. I want people to, I want people, I want young people, I want people to, like every young person raps. It's not wrong with rapping, but if you think about it, if you can rap, then you can do poetry. If you can do poetry, yeah. if you can rap, if you can rap, you can write a book. Ah, oh, like, talking of poetry, because that's what you started on, wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah. Was, I listened to some wicked ones on your um, YouTube. Uh, they were yeah, sick, yeah, man. You know what? I've actually got a poetry, e a poetry album coming out. Um, I've got some. Well, I'm doing a poetry album, but I'm going to read some poetry songs next year still. Some really crazy poetry really? songs. They yeah, really? They them They're going to be. They're going to redo that. Them some them poems actually come from my poetry book called Healthy Love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I've got them poetry books. Um, come from some of them poems come from my poetry book Healthy Love. So yeah, I've got some poems coming out um, next year, some poetry videos that we'll be shooting soon. So yeah, it's going to be a lot coming for 2022. is going to be crazy here still. Yeah. And we've got, um, we've, got, we've got a movie working on as well right now still, so I won't talk too much about that as well. Yeah. There's a lot going on. Now, lot, I was so. going to say, when I looked as well on the, the YouTube, because um, I, I thought, oh, I'd love to see, you know, the, the Chicago gang stuff that you've been doing. But mm. that's on premiere, isn't it? You, that's, you're not releasing yeah, has, that. There's one, though. There's one release, the first part. Oh, the first part, okay. Released. Yeah, there's part one released on my channel. But um, part two 
and free um, our permit to release. They actually was released before that. We drew them back because I'm talking to some people right now about it. So we're in a I'm in a, I'm in a confusion a conversation with some people about the, the part two and part three. Um, to release them on their platform, which is a really big platform, which basically around those things. Because for me, I'm, for me, it's not an ego thing. You know, I don't care about just putting it all on my platform just because it's mine. If I can get a maximum reach from somebody else who's yeah. got a better platform or a bigger platform that can get the word out there, then let's do it. If yeah. it means you take most of the money from the, that comes in or we have the money that comes in and I lose revenue, you want that message out there, yeah? The message out there. Mm -hmm. So I'm talking to some people right now about putting out um, on their platform the part two and part three of Chicago and they were even saying to me, maybe I put part one out there too That'd as well. I'm like, well, so yeah, because for me, it's not about the money thing. Like, oh, yeah, it's cost me a lot of money to go there and make... In fact, the first time in Chicago, I didn't pay, to be honest. Mm -hmm. I was invited um, and they paid for me. And um, I, I'd interviewed the congressman and everything else in Chicago. It was great. How did you know, it I come about? With... How did you get the link to, you know, to for all of this? How did that all okay, come about? Okay, well, because of my documentaries, like I'm saying, you see me spend a lot of money on my documentaries. Okay. I spent a lot of money on my documentaries. Um, I wasn't going to the amount of money I spent just travelling and making documentaries. No, money costs money. Crazy. <laughs> I know what I've, I spend, I'm, and I'm not, yeah. Yeah, and like, like equipment going to Palestine, the first time I went, I, I didn't know no one like that, so I was in a hotel, and it's just, it's just it's mad expensive but you know what? Then come back and editing and, and, and everything else. It was financially a lot. And I've been doing it for years and years. But but the, when I look at the comments I get, sometimes you get some, you get trolls, but the comments you get when people say, you touched my life, you opened my eyes to things I've never known. Black and white people say to me, oh, we didn't know this was going, we didn't know this, we didn't know this, wow, this is history. Because I'm doing what me to me is not doing. Mm -hmm. You can't put price upon that. Do you get what I'm saying to you? So for me, that's no. the most beautiful thing. And it's then amazing through that, people have been... This is what helped me. So this will help me with the Chicago thing because because I do a lot of stuff on the Hebrews and the, and the, and the Islam and and the history and then what it, what is called um, Northeast African history. Well, some people call Middle East history, but we refer to Northeast Africa because geographically it's Northeast Africa. A lot of people in America has been like loving it, and then um, so I've had a name out there in America for a very long time, and no one's ever never. Some people actually thought I was American because they didn't they didn't know I was an English guy, you know. Didn't, well, Jamaican English, but they didn't know, you know. So. I spoke to a man on the phone, a very powerful man, a very powerful um, American, um, black American guy. Um, I don't know if he wants to call his name, but he's powerful. When I say powerful, powerful. He's powerful with Congress. He links with government. Okay. That's, how I, that's how I got to go over there. Because remember, I got a record for murder. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah. yeah. So he linked with so. them and told them, yeah, he looked and told them, you know, what I do. And they saw, and it was like, one, one conversation I spoke with him, Within a week, he had me on a plane. That's the first time in Chicago. Within a week, he had me on a plane in a hotel in Chicago. I ended up being staying in Chicago Loot Hotel. Within a week, yeah. Speaking from one conversation, I spoke to this guy. This is what I'm saying. Sometimes you do things, and the impact it has on other people may not have the impact today you want, but tomorrow it touch hearts. Like exactly. Bob Marley said. Yeah. Bob Marley said, Bob Marley said, my music will touch the right people in the right time. It may not touch everybody now, but the right people will find my music. Not everybody, but those who find will find it. Same situation. Yeah. yeah. He heard my... He, Spoke to him for the first time, and the first time he spoke, is that instantly, I thought you out, don't worry. Within a week, I'm in Chicago. Cool, shocked, he's in I'm, Mr. Bout today. Yeah, shocked. <laughs> I got into, shocked, I I went like when that. I got to the airport, yeah. when I got to the airport, the immigration looked at my, my passport, saw the approval I got, and looked at me like, who are you? You get me? Like, I spoke right through. Yeah. You get me? So, because I was invited, you know, and then I had interview, inter um, interviewed the Congress, and then um, that was beautiful. You know, David Davis, enough respect to him. And then um, okay. I did some some stuff for the same, the same individual, the same man. 
and then he introduced me some people and from there things explode and you know other guys who knew me from my um from off of youtube from chicago some guys who knew my from my documentary so we're friends of chicago just through documentaries they're like man Stephen gave you in the country hell yeah and then man everyone's different people just be flying down checking me and you know before i know it Brilliant. i'm sitting with this gang with that gang with that gang with that gang and brothers are like bro we would never be sitting in the same place if it wasn't for you like you get me that's how i felt honored like they're sending me yo bro like for real for real like we're this here these are this and i'm so i got a picture of me and you know peace on guys sitting with um with um What's up, what's up, a group called again, uh, Vice Lords. And it's like, amazing, you get me that? It was nice. It's, so just to show that when you do good things, you can actually bring people together up through, you know what I mean? Just energy, energy of what you're doing, right, can transpire to help people to mm -hmm. see different lives. So it was beautiful. It's, it's, it's that. And then since that, I've just been linked with different people. I've made so much of a contact in Chicago. And my links in Chicago are just tight, you know, and the brothers in Chicago are just amazing. You know, they really want changes. And then, you know, I'll, I do like to support them and I like to be there with them because they're really pushing and for them it's hard as well it's much harder because as much as they're trying to make changes some of them still have to carry firearms because yeah. they've been so deep in it mm -hmm. and Chicago so deep like Chicago, Chicago's an open carry state in it so as much as they're trying to make changes and it's not hypocritical again some people say oh that's hypocritical you do what like in my documentary I got a clip on my YouTube channel I mean my Instagram now with my friend Big Mo he's sitting there with um, you know poker face sitting there with a with a big Dying back 50 machine on his lap, telling you people, don't get involved in gang shit, don't get involved in this, don't. But you're thinking, well, you can't tell us that. Yeah. But if you understand the history and what's yeah. going on in his life, he has to have, to have that. that. Because, yeah. You get what I'm saying? It's a part of, it's like he says in the thing, he goes, it's a part of my uniform. Wearing carriers is a part of my uniform. Mm -hmm. Until the mindset of everybody who they're trying to change changes, he has to protect himself. You get what I'm saying? Which yeah. is only natural. You have to protect yourself. And so it's it's crazy, it's it's crazy. Like it's 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 hard that you know, and I and I admire that their drive to want to make changes. Yeah. Is so you know we and me, me and I'm always talking, always talking about what we can do. You know, because it's I'm older over here. They die like we wait to get back. We can't. We wait for you. To, but because it's COVID stuff now, it's kind of crazy for me to go back to the states now. And yeah, but I mean, I'm I'm just doing what I've got to do here. I've got a few short movies. Like, I've got a short movie talking to my friends about we're, we're setting it together to do and. You know, a lot's coming out for 2022. It's going to be a lot. Like, exciting times like, ahead, it's eh? It's crazy. It's crazy. But now, I'm always willing to openly work with anybody who wants to work. So anybody out there who's hearing who wants to work, just holler at me because I'm, I'm always up for, you know, collabing and work with people. I love doing that. Wicked. Now, your, um, I'm just going to say your YouTube channel is uh, Stephen Graham Stephen Projects. Projects. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is that just the same on all? Yeah. Yeah, on all. Website. Okay social media Stephen Graham Project. make sure please check out every single site yeah because there's so much to see read view like and amazing as well like really amazing now you see you talked about the the, the guy doing a peace treaty in yeah. the US before um, yeah, sure. I, want, I want to get him over here still yeah because I'd love to know kind of how how he did that how he you know Mm -hmm. Because we definitely, although uh, Miss Farrah London um, is initiating a peace treaty, the okay. first, first one, um, she's kind of the only person in the last however mm -hmm. long um, mm -hmm. to start this, um, but mm -hmm. I don't know how she's going to be doing it. Um, mm -hmm. 
so it'd be interesting to know kind of what they've done in Chicago. Yeah, but then we have to. The only thing we have to bear in mind is Chicago and those Chicago right. A lot of youths nowadays are clicking. Like over here, people over here click more than anything else. Chicago has also a, a, gen, a gen, genealogical connection as well, just like LA, because mm -hmm. a lot of people were fan members of gangs members. So there's. There's a, there's, there's, in certain aspects, there's a hierarchy in Chicago, like Chicago, Jamaica, and LA, they have like certain eras, not mm -hmm. every era, certain eras have like a hierarchy yeah. of where things go. Over here, we don't really have that. When I say hierarchy, like, I, don't, I don't mean to mean like, you're my elder, like guys, who, I'm 20 and you're, you're 25, you're my elder, that, that hierarchy we have over England, because yeah. that's really clicking, that's really clicking. In Chicago, that, in Chicago, they call that clicking, that's just clicking. In, when you talk a real hierarchy, it's like, my bigger brother, like things, I really have a real big brother. I, I, my blood brother, mm -hmm. he was a, a he's a big. He was used to be a street man himself. I don't go into. I won't talk about his personal life, but that's a hierarchy when you got your brother okay. and your uncles, yeah. your granddad. And, so in Chicago, you got involved, that situation. Yeah. yeah, they're all involved in the deep. You get me? They were involved, even though they're no longer in it or they're dead or whatever. But they were involved. So there's a hierarchy in in like Chicago and Jamaica and things. You come from a certain area, you got a family that's involved in certain things. And might not be all your family members, but certain members of their family involved and friends. And so it's like, it's very, it's, it's, it's there's like a certain orders. Over here don't have that structure. You mm -hmm. don't have the structure like America. We don't have the structure. We, we think we have it, but we don't have that structure like America. We don't really understand the structural system that they have. So there's a big difference between looking at a model because <laughs> A lot of people want to look at Chicago model, LA models, and try to use them in the UK. I'm not saying they totally, I'm not saying anything about them you've got to throw away. I'm not mm -hmm. saying that at all. Yeah. They've got really powerful models. But we've got to look at this, the infrastructure of how things are. You know, like even over here, I, tell, I did a presentation on Monday recently at one youth club. And I explained to him to me gang street culture. I said to him that in England, we have a street culture, not gang culture. I said gangs do exist, but not in the way we think gangs exist. Mm -hmm. Because I got, I got to start rolling out, oh, that's next thing, well. I soon start rolling out workshops up and down the community I want to do. I'm just waiting for some money to come through and some new contracts. Then I'm going to be rolling workshops up and down the community where I might just, I might do, I don't know how I'm going to do the, the I don't know if I'm going to be like little charging or not charge or how long it's going to work depends on my finances. But I think the community will be really educated about things because we have a what concept and we have a governmental, governmental concept on things that are around our, our problems. And we have to actually look beyond the government, governmental structure of it I look at the root of it. Like, yeah. for instance, again, I say we, England, we have gang, we have a street culture, not a gang culture. You do have gangs over here, which are organized, like things in Craig's, organized gangs. They had government ties, right? Mm -hmm. We don't have that. Street kids don't have that. We have a street culture, not a yeah. gang culture. Because a street culture, we're basically on the streets, and it's a culture because it's people have a similar dress, talk, action, food, ways, the way they, the thing they do, I very simple. Yeah. It's a street culture, not a gang culture. Now, Chicago and LA have a gang culture. In the sense that Chicago, they have, like I said, a hierarchy situation. It's a gang culture, generational, and they also have ties to government because most of the gangs originally had ties to government, even though it's all the people out. But they weren't in the way because over here we use the definition of, of the U. We use the LA definition of gangs, which again a lot of people don't realize that Chicago gangs. This is, I know it's a lot of to cake in now, but yeah. if I do a presentation, I break it down with slides. Yeah. Chicago gangs predate LA gangs. A lot of people don't realize that a lot of people Crips and Bloods, da, 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 da. Yeah. but Chicago gangs actually predate LA gangs. So we look at Crips and Bloods. Yeah. When Crips and Bloods just formed, you already had Vice Lords in Chicago, you already had Peace Lords in Chicago, you had all that in Chicago, the Peace Lords Nation, you had all that in Chicago a long time before for any Crips and Bloods. You had the Black Nation in Chicago, which is BDs, you had all, all that was in Chicago before LA even had their Crips and Bloods. Mm -hmm. 
Because that was like, mm. it is Crystal Blood Star, I think it was seven, six, seven something. Chicago was like 50 something. In the 40s. Yeah. So it predates LA by far in the gang concept. So, and then if you look at Jet T. Rogers, T. Rogers from Chicago went to, went to LA and started one of the, the, the founders of the Pyrus, which Pyrus are the original members of the Bloods, because you got the Bloods and you got the Pyrus. Yeah. So they're very similar and they, but one's more like, yeah. There's a lot of history about this thing that people are not really getting under the history of it. So, and then if you look, if you look at the word Bloods and what it really means, it wasn't even about the violence that people talk about because blood was more about brotherly thing and so was the blood. Sorting out it's, the community, wasn't it? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of misunderstanding. So we look at Chicago gangs, even like the in my documentary, the third, third part series, one of my friends, his Hebrew brother, he's, he breaks down crazy. He talks about the, the, the Star David because a lot of the, the, you have the, you have the like, certain gangs in Chicago talk about Star David, which again, they had a, they, some of the gangs, the original history of them, they had a real, they had a, a, a People call it religion, I don't use the word religion, but they had a spiritual foundation through the Bible in the beginning. Yeah. But again, through corruption, like with anything, drugs and things bring corruption, and that's how it sports, because like everyone knows Jeff Ford, uh, which is a woman that Mina Matthews, amazing sister. Again, she's an amazing woman. She does a lot of work in Chicago. You know, he, her, her father, he used to say that like, he didn't want certain things in Chicago, like certain drugs in Chicago. Do you get me? So... And then that's why the government put him in prison because they say they, they lied on him and said that he tried to, you know, destroy, um, he wanted to blow up America with him and Gaddafi, which is not true. But Gaddafi saw the, the vision that he was going to do and was to support him to help uplift the people. So there's a lot of history that people understand. So when we get up and say we're gangs over here, and we, because we look at the word gang, 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 mm -hmm. if there's an article. It's a lot, in, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's, an article, there's an article, there's an article that, that uh, is on BBC News. On BBC um, News, the internet channel, it says in 2007, the youth in England didn't like the word gang. They'd like to be called gang, but now everybody follows the word gang, 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 gang. gang, gang but they don't realise what they're throwing up because, yeah. again, the gang concept, 2011, the Home Office over here took on the Chicago, no, the LA concept of gang, which when two or three walk together, it makes you a gang, which doesn't make no sense because mm -hmm. human nature is to be amongst people. Yeah. Um, it's so naturally to, be human to want to bond with somebody. To be so, in a gang. So, the, so the gang concept don't make no sense. But they took the LA concept of gang, but the Chicago concept of gang, the Chicago concept of gang predates the LA concept of gang, which again, like I said, I'm basically telling you now, but in my presentation, I go through it deeper. Chicago concept of gang, which I use a part of my video where Shorts discusses it. Um, Shorts talks about, he says, um, Shorts, well, Shorts and Yours talks about it in different documentaries. And Shorts talks about, um, Chico as well speaks about it. But they say that the government, gang actually, gang actually means government-assisted neighbourhood groups. Right. So gang, yeah, so gang was actually, gang was actually, gang was actually started by the government. So government infiltrated, put, that's why they got housing projects. Government infiltrated, put in projects, invested, put the money in, and the corruption was there. Yeah. So gangs were actually formed by government. Through that's government. Nice. So it's, it's, again, having political ties, like how the crates have political ties. It's mm -hmm. about having political ties. Street kids don't have political ties. No. They get manipulated by by big organizations like music organizations, like you know, music fraternities and that. Yeah, that's what I was you know, going to say actually to do with the. They don't, but they don't have government ties, mm -hmm. so we need to stop shouting the word gang like we know what we're talking about because mm -hmm. we're only going by construction that that was made by government technically, right. not that by government for manipulators, not that your construct of when they created the word gang and what they meant when they said gang. And plus, mm -hmm. the word if you look at the word gang as well, it's a negative connotation anyway added to the word because you look at gang. Three batches come together, become a mutual bank. It's a gang of banks. We look at people working train lines, a gang of workers. Factory mm -hmm. workers, a gang of workers. So, again, it depends on the connotation and workplace. If we're not intelligent to understand the workplace, 
Mm-hmm. Then we're gonna get nipped all day long. You get me? So, yeah. and it's something it deep, quite simple. You know what I mean? Just to change that word. You know word? Yeah. I mean, look back in days. A man said back in the old days when you say I'm feeling gay, he was happy. Innit? Now it means <laughs> something else. You know what I mean? So yeah. words changing with connotations. So we gotta understand when things are changing, why it's changing, the time is changing with, and how it affects us. And when we understand these things, then we become more awake, more, more not even more, more smart, but more woken to what's really going on around us. Because mm-hmm. a lot of us are not the blinkers. We're not really actually seeing what's going on. When a word's change and the connotation behind the word changes, then there's something to it too. Mm-hmm. So we've got to understand what that change is for. Yes. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah. Like Beyonce put that word, Beyonce made that word brutalicious. It all of a sudden became a part of the dictionary. Yeah. Brutalicious. Mm-hmm. You get me? So when you're throwing words in and changing words, what's the meaning of this word and why is it coming into the use and what's the purpose of this word? Do you mm-hmm. get me? So it's about really understanding you know, the words, the etymology of words, it's about being intelligent. It's like, we need to take responsibility for ourselves and learn to re-educate ourselves. This is why I want to do workshops around the community, up and yeah. down the country. Yeah, like, we really want, educate we people. We want your workshops everywhere, right? All over the UK, worldwide. God willing, God willing, God willing. <laughs> I want to do it, man, because it's, it's just about re-educating. And I don't know everything, but little, what, what little I know, I want to share. Do you get me? Because yeah. people need to understand, like, the levels that we're, we're, we're doing. A lot of us are still fully not understanding the systematic construct that we're actually yeah. in. You yeah. get me? And it's, the it's, system it's is apt. Like, it's really? the system. 100%. That's the only 100%. way we're going to make changes. Is to change that system. Yeah. And um, the change the system first time begins with us. Mm-hmm. It doesn't begin with the change the system there. It begins with us. Because no. if everyone decides, if everyone in, if everyone in the UK decides tomorrow, because people have power, if everyone in the UK decides tomorrow, I'm not going to work today. I don't want to work. Everything <laughs> has to stop. <laughs> you know, no, no, it's real. We yeah. are the power. Yeah. And I'm the power. We are as individuals of the power. If everyone decides that tomorrow, mm-hmm. I'm not going to go out and stab nobody, mm-hmm. then police don't have no crime to look for. Yeah. If everyone decides that I'm not going to fire a gun on no one, we have no one. Good. Yeah. We are the power now. We. Mm-hmm. The system ain't the power. We're the power. Yeah. We allow the system to keep running. Yeah. And the so we need to wake up and realize up, that. It's geared up for violence, yeah. for young people's deaths, for it's poverty. Yeah. It's maybe it it's is. constructive to destroy yeah. us. We have to be wise enough to realize that power in our hands. Yeah. And this is what I want to do. Waking people to realize that power is in your hands. Yeah. Like take that ownership, take that power. Mm-hmm. Do you get me? The system only is powerful as you allow it to be. Yeah. And it only controls you as loud as much as you allow it to control you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like people, I got friends who cry over bills, they can't pay. I'm like, I got bills I can't pay. No, I can't pay. Mm-hmm. Like, damn it, wait. Whenever yeah. I got the money, I pay that. I'm not going to stress over something I can't control. Yeah, because there's so many What's not in my control, control. I can't control. control. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What's not in my control, why should I stress over it? And it's not about, oh, being, you know, you're, you're, you're having no care attitude. It's not about no care attitude. It's about my mental and emotional health is more important than anything else. Mm-hmm. If I can't deal with this bill right now, I'm not going to pay. And it's not being that I don't care, I'm, I, I'm defining the system. It. <laughs> it will get paid. It will get paid, but when I can pay it. Yeah. But I'm not going to stress over it. Yeah. If I've got to take my partner out for dinner and that day comes, I can't have. The, I don't have the money for it no more because we've got something else come up. Then, baby, you know we can't go dinner. Let me cook something nice at home. It's the reality. I've got to do what's going to keep me always at um, a calmness in myself, always relaxed because there's nothing more powerful than inner peace. Yeah. Like my inner peace is more important than anything else. Yeah, it's is lovely, it, isn't it, like, when you find it? <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's priceless, man. So I don't want no one to disturb that. You get me? So yeah. any which way. I'm, I'm at not the gonna feel so I'm, I'm there myself, and I yeah, I don't it's like the key. to, to the rock key. that Leave boat. <laughs>
Trust me, honey, it's not the boat to rock. Not the boat to rock. I don't want to rock. I was on my calm, calm seas. And my boat just relaxed. You came to me. Like, I don't want my boat to be rocked. That's what it's be. That's a Bob Marley said, don't rock my boat. You never yeah. don't want my boat to Don't rock it. Lay my boat. Yeah. So, yeah, that's me. I just like to be easy, chilled, love my life. And, you know, just, just give thanks, man. Just I'm here in it. I'm alive. And that's the most important thing. Yeah. That's, that's what's really me in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But to you, I like what you're doing, though. That um, the thing regarding to. Bleed control. Bleed control. Yeah. That is something. Yes, that is something that many years ago, um, when I was looking at, you know, like with the amount of young people dying, looking into like what's going on, you know, like our children are dying actually on the street. They're not making it to the hospitals. So I was like, hang on, like, is there anything that could be done to keep them alive? Until So I did research and discovered there wasn't really anything here. It was all in America, um, apart from a lady that I came across, uh, Lynn Baird, mm-hmm. who I'm working with now on this nationwide campaign. Um, but literally, where I was doing research, trying to find, you know, what should be in a kit, what do you mm-hmm. need, is it, you know, the right... Uh, standard and all that I was offered a couple of kits that weren't uh, good quality that um, one of them had nothing in it it was extremely cheap I happened Mm. to speak to Lynn about it and she was um, oh my goodness Uh, no Um, but this is what you need she'd already done all the the kind of graft she had got kits together got the um, West Midland ambulance to approve one kit I think she put about six together um, where she lost her son um, a few years ago. um, It was one stab to the chest, catastrophic bleeding. He was right next to the hospital. He didn't make it. So she looked into it and her other son's a doctor. And he said he needed the right equipment that would have at least kept him alive. Um, So she's been campaigning for years and she's doing, I mean, she did amazing. She's put them all over um, the West Midlands. She's managed to put one in, one in Glasgow, one um, all all over, you know, they're starting to go into a lot of places over the the UK. But it's Mm -hmm. always been something I've always felt is a solution. Mm-hmm. And I feel and I know that it will save people's lives and keep them alive. I'm not confident, uh, one, that ambulances make it in time. Mm-hmm. Even if they do, um, you still could be a few minutes out because um, you have like between three and five minutes before you bleed to death. Mm-hmm. Six to seven minutes if you're lucky for an ambulance. But I'm hearing it's more like 15 minutes. And if you get into an area where it's not safe, the ambulance people aren't even allowed in. Um, yeah, that's safe. what I, I think. Yeah. yeah. So that in itself, um, literally, these needs, they need to be everywhere. Like every street, every, sh- you know, like just as a standard. To be honest, they should be law. I have written because that's something I've got other people writing to their MPs about it as well. Mm. Because at minimum, Pubs should definitely have them, without a doubt. Um, it's something that I want to see, you know, on every public building with people in it. Um, they should really ideally be with defibrillators, 
which I, I didn't mm. really realise, didn't really dawn on me as much except in the last year. But that's, you know, a perfect life-saving kit. It's giving someone the chance of staying alive. And the fact, you know, like um, what you talked about in your book, you know, where, you know, people are, are losing their lives, but they've not even been able to reflect on their life, make changes. You know, yeah. this is something that, you know, people will be able to, you know, stay alive, be able to reflect and make yeah. them changes, you know? Yeah, yeah 100%, 100%. That, I, I think it's amazing what you're doing still. Um... See, the public cabinets, those are, they're kind of, I mean, we've only got one in the London community so far. I want one. them in every London community. Um, so I've got the GoFundMe. It's been very slow, but I, you know, I'm determined. We've literally got the money for Peckham, their cabinet. So that's going to be happening soon. But the pros with that one, with the cabinets, is that anyone can use them. You don't have to go and find them. They're there. And you can be given the code, talk through what to do. And whoever's there first on the scene. So, so, so when you say, give me the cabinet, you just put them in, in a community, in a cabinet? Yeah. So you have the bleed control kits, but these, the only ones we have inside them are the ones that are approved by the London Ambulance Service. But, but the, in the cabinet, you say, like, say Vince, you're going to put like a cabinet in a community somewhere. Yes. Like yes. Yeah, so I've put one in, right in my community in East Dulwich. We've got the first one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so literally, uh, it could be a road traffic accident. It doesn't have to be somebody who's shot or yeah, stabbed. Yeah, 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 it could yeah. even be an accident. I don't, and the mm -hmm. other thing, I think people aren't really aware, you know, like even household accidents. I heard of someone recently pulling out their washing machine and cut on on the side of it and done an yeah. artery so even for in your household you know like for the actual kits but the okay, cabinets so, are the ones because they are 24 7. how, how much do it cost to, to, to get these things done right if you don't mind yeah it's um for a public accessible cabinet they're 600 pounds um the kits on their own are 96 pounds so, so to get the cabinet and everything inside of it that's needed, six hundred pounds. Yes. And then you put the cabinet. And you can you sit the cabinet somewhere in the community and leave it. Yeah, but it's so mad, right? I have to get permission, right? You have to get permission to put these cabinets up, and it's surprising how hard it can be with <laughs> the council. We're gonna, we're gonna have some conversation. Me and we got some, we got, we got some conversation. Me and you got some conversation yeah. off here. Yeah, I've got that determination, I've got the vision, I know it saves lives, you know, I don't, yeah, and I just want to get them out and I just want to get them put in because yeah. that's not, like you said, there's loads of different solutions. I'm that's kind right, of trying to, uh, with this podcast that I've been doing this year, I've been looking more at what we can do to save life right now because yeah. too many are dying it's out of control that we can't expect the government to do anything they just want to argue about stuff you know what i mean if it's an argument they get involved we know we can't rely on them um it's very hard i mean the right people seem to be coming to get on board um but you know we've looked at patrols 
because we know some some boroughs are doing their own patrols but i've got yeah. a little issue with the how safe it is for the people doing patrols because of the weapons mm. that they're up against yeah um that was the other the um the injuries that people are getting now why they're maybe not making it to the hospital because of the types of weapons that they're being used um, yeah. they've not got a chance they have no chance um so to keep them alive until the ambulance you know what i mean and get them to a hospital for the time being like you know so that's kind of our main that was the main thing then it was looking at patrols We've looked at the weapons side of stuff and we had a lot of people speaking about um, close down the online weapon shops and, do, you know, but hang on, they're just going to start back up again. But no. it's, it's not about that weapon shop because we've got to be realistic. Everyone's got a knife in the house. Everyone eats. Yeah. You've got a knife in the house. It's not, it's not that. It's about changing the mindsets of people. Mm -hmm. This is why I said to you the importance of learning self-love and, you know, trying to slowly make a process of giving, teaching young people to identify and to um, uh, accept and uh, and own everything that they go through, own mm -hmm. everything they do. You yeah. know, start making self find some self worth because you, weapons is, is easy to get hold of. It's about that change. But I'm really, really um, keen to have a conversation with you, a proper conversation with you about those kits that you want to establish. Because um, yeah, uh, it, it definitely that's, that's important. The actual like the lady, like I said, Lynn that I'm working with. Like, she's done all the research. The kits are A1. They're exactly what they use on board an ambulance. They're registered with the ambulance service, so you know where they are. I'm actually trying to um, look into maybe getting an app so we can actually see where all these life-saving things are as well and see, you know, what where else they need to go. Skies, I definitely feeling. I definitely want. I definitely need that one. Needs. I need to finish. Some needs to be north of London. Where I am. Where I'm. Yeah, exactly. You're like literally like I'm raising money. I the money I'm raising was just to get them out. Like I know Hackney's. Like that's a big one. You yeah. know what I mean? Hackney's yeah. Stonebridge, yeah. Kilby, those And to yeah, be honest, I keep saying. I mean, I'm saying I'm reaching out to artists. You know, I'm saying like this is a like a wicked gift you can give your community. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like. I was going to say, we're going to talk. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll talk. Wicked. We'll talk. Definitely. We'll yeah. talk. We're going to talk. But yeah, so like, that, that was like, yeah, so we've been, that's like one of our main solutions. And once we, once that, you know, that's all in process and it's all, you know, all the boroughs are getting them and, you know, then we can actually concentrate on some of the other solutions because <laughs> there's so yeah, many. Um, As I said, no, there's not one solution. Mm -hmm. I, like I said, I think it's important that, Going back to what I said originally, sometimes sometimes solution isn't just about what you're going to do, but how you can even aid somebody else to do what they're doing yeah. as well to make it happen. Yeah, because there's that's many things I've that need to be done. done. Because... You get me? So mm -hmm. yeah, I don't think it's just one, you know, because like I said, I do my part, my documentaries, my, my stuff that I do, my youth work, my this, my that, and you know, sometimes I offer free press of training to people. Depends on, you know, what they're going through. Mm -hmm. I rather they come train with me than go out and do something else because they've got no way to release their attention yeah. there. And the attention, so everything's always about money. You get me, but yeah, it's um, all at the same money, time, isn't it? Every, everywhere yeah. you look, it's all. To every, do every, with every, money. It's all money, but sometimes when you got to help somebody, it's not always about money. Because if I can stop a young person from, if a young person frustrated or a parent frustrated, and I can give them a free session in the gym, that's good. That they can have someone to talk to, do a little workout, sweat out. Mm. That might just prevent that parent to go home and being angry with that yeah. child, or take out a child, or you know, might make that child not go out and do something to somebody yeah. else. So martial arts, you know, brilliant. Do you, what do you yeah, do? You do kickboxing. I've done Muay Thai, yeah, Muay Thai. I've done Muay Thai for 19 years. Oh, man. Years. 
Oh, that must be sick. I um, Thai Muay Thai. Yeah, okay. Thai Muay Thai. Muay Thai. Done a little Krav Maga. Um, Jiu-Jitsu. Bit of Jiu-Jitsu. Um, oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> like just, yeah, yeah. I do little. I do. I, I play around. I do a bit of knife defense as well. See, that's yeah. something I've always had in mind, right? Like it's knife always defense? been kind of a vision. Was was the um, being able to defend yourself from knife attacks, yeah. all yeah. of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yes, yeah. it's it for me. You got <laughs> the person shows me. You taught me. Um, you taught me a, a, a thing or two. He taught me a principle that you know anyone says when they teach you knife defense, you'll never get hit. You never get cut. Walk away from that class straight away. Yeah, no, you know, he's lying. Yeah, yeah, he's lying to you. So I would say knife defense. It just it does give you more confidence and it minimizes the risk mm. because the certain ways you might hold your hands or do certain things like. You might come out like instead of coming like this, somebody you might come like this. The same yeah. minimal safer cuts from the protective arteries and depends on who you're doing with, but um who's teaching you. But the thing is, anyone who says that you know you never get touched, even if you learn it, it doesn't mean you never get it's like a person learn martial arts, doesn't mean a man at row might punch you up. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. But it does minimize the risk. So it just gives that kind of yeah. different confidence as well, and it minimizes the risk when you're in that situation because you're a bit more used to it. That yeah. you're not gonna just freeze when someone pulls knife, yeah. you just freeze. It's scary business because I, I had an yeah. incident outside my house a little while ago and I was inside and I shit myself. Um, yeah. Just the size of the weapons that were bigger than them. Um, and then it kind of dawns on you, what could you actually do? Would you even try, like... Because that, that well, seems you know, to... The wisest thing to do is if someone puts a knife on you, the smartest thing to do is run. Mm -hmm. That's just me being honest to anybody. Don't stand up being you need, don't stand be a superhero. Mm -hmm. You know, no, but don't stand up being a superhero. Why? Why would you be a superhero with your life? Mm -hmm. You have one life. Why be a superhero? Run. You know, even adrenaline and anger makes you want to stand and fight. Run. If you're in a corner and you can't move and you can't, then of course, defend it. You know, block, parry, whatever you go do, take your top off, use the top as a weapon to, you know, but the key is to just not stand there and be a superhero. So when I do, like, mess around my friends, because I haven't quite, so I would say openly, I'm not qualified. But I'm very good at what I do, but I'm not qualified yeah. to do much then. So I don't really do it with everybody I do with my friends. You get me? We just mess around with each other. But um again, you know, I won't tell someone just just I won't me not coming from the people who's taught me, I've been taught by some really serious guys who are licensed and they are very dangerous in what they do. Yeah. Like we don't just natural dangerous everything. But it's just they're weapons, like bad boy and weapons. You get me? I'm bad girls well in weapons. But it's is this whole concept as well isn't to stand there and just fight, it's to run. Mm -hmm. If they someone pulls up and then you know they talk it down, talk it down. If you can't talk it down, it's 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 again there's a lot of the ego and the movies we're watching that tells you a man pulls a weapon out, stand there and fight and all this kind of yeah. stuff. That's movies. Let's not focus on movies, let's keep it real. You've got a life, you love it, cut. Mm -hmm. You get me? Run, disappear. See and but you know, it's if you can't run, then it's great to know you know I can stand there and I can I can try a thing. And I literally know what I'm trying might it's got a maximum effect. It's got, it's got, a, it's got a chance that maximally has a maximum impact on the individual who's coming against me. But again, it's not guaranteed you're gonna not get cut, you not get touched. You might, but it's about minimizing the danger. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's just, it's being realistic. You know, I like to be very realistic when I do yeah. things. I don't like to be false hope to nobody. In nothing when I say enough, I do. And I'm glad the people around me are similar in regards to what they do and where they teach things. You know, but yeah, I, I mean. It is something to get to definitely do. I would tell you, I would say if you want to learn about weapons, that like, you know, do things like Krav Maga, do things. And again, don't go with people who are going to teach you slow things, like everything's slow, like man's going to cut you like this. Oh, they know yeah, nothing like is slow, you know? is it? And, and, and it shouldn't be, 
are one, you've got to be multiple movements so you know how to react faster to multiple things. Mm -hmm. Do you get me? So all those kind of things you got you got to think about, you know, but it's little to learn, but be honest with you, in the idle world, yeah, it's good to learn, but really truly, the world I foresee in the future, and the world of peace and happiness, we don't need to learn these things. And this is why I'm so hard That's on... That's the idea, yeah. so that, yeah, yeah. the problems so we got now, we have not got those in the future. In the future, I, that, that's some, I, so that's why I'm so I go so hard on trying to educate the young people not to certain things and why I'm you know doing what I'm doing and even right now I'm I'm looking support from people who can help me with things that I do because there's certain places I want to go and do things but again financially like I said I'm doing so much and my money is spending so many different things plus I got my family to look after as well so you know if there are people out there who want to collab with me and do stuff with me you know let's get together and do some stuff because like I said I want to do work up and down the country I have ideas of doing that you know. Um, because I just really think um, our community is very miseducated. You know, the, the community, the global community in London, very, not just London, all over, London, Scotland, Newcastle, Glasgow, they're all, a lot of people are very miseducated about reality of life and what yeah, we're going through. You know? It's true. So they have a lot of ideas. So let's re-educate the people then so they can actually look at life different. And then, um, who knows, you know what I'm saying? Like every, every individual comes together to do things, the more people come together to do things, the easier things become. Yeah. Do you get me? Yeah. The so, more people that come, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it, it's about making that change, man. So that's to me is key. That's really important for me. So that 2020, 2022 is going to be crazy because I'll be doing the workshop up and down the place. I can't um, wait. I'm so excited, yeah. man. <laughs> documentary coming up. The prison documentary will be out this year. That's coming out before this year. That's coming out, that's coming out mm -hmm. before. That's coming out next month. The prison documentary, Jamaica Prison. That's going to be crazy. Like, oh, wow. Mad yeah. Crazy, mad crazy. Mm -hmm. That's coming out next month. And, um, my short movie will be out next year. Poetry album, poetry singles drop next year, and the album, the, um, the the EP will follow it. And some reggae music coming out soon as well, like next year. There's a lot going oh, on. So like, much, man. Yeah, a lot going on. <laughs> so just... proud of you, man. Like Thank amazing. You, man. And you're just so inspiring. Appreciate motivational, it. man. Um, Yourself, likewise, though. That's why I actually chose to come on your show because I know I know a few things about what you do. That's why I came because I I, I don't just do talking for the sake of talking. It's a waste of my time. Just yeah. a, just I'm a few like people that my as well. I don't just yeah. do any interviews. You got to be about You got to show me your about. You're really about this thing. You know, you're not just doing it for ego and pride. You're doing it because no. you're doing it. You get me? <laughs> and that's why I said we're going to talk about the your um. Cause I was talking to actually my partner today about your the um. She knows you anyway, but. I won't talk about that. I'm talking about that. She knows okay. who you are. And um, we, you helped her with your your your, your city. Say no group. She knew you from then. Oh, but we're okay. talking. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're yeah. Talking, we're talking, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah that, so that, that um, nationwide Back event, that yeah. I had, the vision I had for that, I mean, I put my all in. Um, yeah. I supported every person that was involved in that, you know, like mm -hmm. I really, I believed everybody was coming out, but we did, I think we did amazing with that 45 mm -hmm. cities and towns that came out on the same day at the same yeah. time. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. It's amazing. Amazing. Every little thing, every little thing, every little thing people do, you know, is, is, um, that we generally do, it helps and it has effects. If not today, tomorrow. Do you get what I'm saying to you? So, like I said, what yeah. you've done then, mm -hmm. I knew that from then. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Mm -hmm. So, I knew of you, I knew what you do, and, da, 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 and I've seen your 
shows as well because I've clicked on a couple of times. You do your shows. If you don't have to stay, I don't stay. I don't stay on social media a lot. You get me? So yeah. I did a, oh. I, I did come on post like oh because I've got too much going on, so I don't really sit on social media. It's like but, um, yeah, I know, yeah, because yeah, but um, I've listened to you. So I know what you're about in it. So for me, it was like okay, it's an honor to come on your show in it because I know and you're I'm really honored to have doing, you on here, man. Seriously, so good. So, but definitely, we need to talk about some stuff off the air, you know, yes. especially what you're doing and um, mm -hmm. we're talking. You it's know, been an absolute pleasure to have you on. I yeah. hope I covered everything today because there was just so much, like, yeah, <laughs> man, cool, there's right? so many talents. It's all good. Whatever we, whatever we covered is, is what we covered. It's, it yes. came from the heart. We spoke to each other from the heart, so it's all good. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We covered enough. You know, the heart touched the heart, so it's all good. It's all good yeah. from there. So have it's you got uh, mentoring this evening then? Because I know you do, you're not, doing that in the evenings. No. Yeah, I do admit in the evening sometimes, but um, no, this evening it's a straight recording. I've got um, stuff, I'm actually looking at my studio now. I've got um, studio work this evening. I've got to edit my documentary. Um, I'm actually going to get some rest because I was supposed to finish the documentary by Sunday, you know, because I was supposed to be on Sean, like I suppose you're Sean Apple show Sunday. But, you know, me and Tiger were, but unfortunately, you know, situations, family life, something's happened and I've got to take care of that situation so i've just um kind of put that back because again you can't save the community if you're not saving your own family life you get me it doesn't make sense yeah, you know so exactly. I've, got my family that. Yeah. I've got i just want to emphasize i believe in um it's not always easy to do and it's not always can be done but i want to get my own house in order as well at the same time mm -hmm. and if we've got problems not bad problems not negative like someone's done anything wrong but we've got things going on where it's, you know maybe someone's not feeling well or something i want to wish i could take care of them i want to make sure they're not of course them. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what it's um, all about man yeah 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 <laughs> so, it's, um, so i've got that i've got a few things to take here so we just put it back for a bit but you know god willing it's going to be it's, if i have a reason because it gives me i don't have to rush to get stuff when you finish i can wait yeah. and i've got like i said i've got a mate it's got i've got mind-blowing footage when people see the conditions we've lived in for the eight years People gonna wonder how do you come out of prison and go straight to college? I came out of prison yeah. and maybe I came out of prison and went straight to college. No, yeah, no, I came out of prison in 2006. I went to college 2007. Yeah. And I graduated from, yeah, I went from college 2007 and went to university 2008. Now, people see the condition that we lived in, they're gonna be like, wow, like our condition we lived in was ridiculous. If you see yeah. the, the, the cells and the walls, the walls, they, the walls actually stink. They stink. They smell foul. If you lean against them, you get liver spot. Like your body starts. Uh, and then bug uh, things as well. Man. <laughs> oh, man, that was disgusting. Like uh, uh, there's, there's times in my food, I had like ants in my food. I had to blow it out and eat it because I got nothing else. Oh, you get me? Like when my early time I was suffering, there was I had nothing else. The ants were there. And I just had to have my food and just get into it because oh, it, is, it is your roach might run through your plate and you just gotta say roach oh, roach no. eat shit but we don't <laughs> eat that food well you starve like it's, it's one of the mad ones it's, it's crazy in prison it's just it's so unhygienic but yeah. i'm here i'm alive i'm well you know thank god for that and you know i'm i can do what i'm doing i can give back to the community and you know and um yeah but like i said it's not easy because i work like two three jobs two different three different jobs like to get the money and then i put all my money back in the community so it's not easy what i do you know it's not easy so therefore i would definitely love if people out there who want to support who want to help because i'm doing so much by myself with the money that i make for my own self imagine if i it, was yeah if people put funded, in as well yeah, yeah it's like funded. me <laughs> if i were funded who can yeah. talk to me like because in my book like my book's 10 pounds if i can tell people if everyone in london not just london if no one's on alone but my book I could tell my book to a movie. Everyone yeah. says to me, a book should be a movie. I say, cool, I hear you. I've got the equipment and everything, but 
Yeah. I've got a quick book, but yeah, if everyone bought the book, imagine the book, but even though you sell up you sell a book, the ten pounds, but I only make a couple pounds after each book in it because you've got to pay cost pay for yeah. the um production costs and everything else. You make a couple pounds at each book. But if I if say if I was to get fifty thousand or hundred thousand copies of my book sold, mm -hmm. hundred thousand copies of my book sold and I get two pounds of each book, that makes two hundred thousand. That yeah. can actually pay Good towards time. actually making a film. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying to you? Yeah. So and hundred thousand people isn't as much yeah. people as people believe in. No. Like when you think about it, in London there's more than hundred thousand people. So if a hundred thousand people bought my book, I can actually turn my book to movies. So people say, Oh, making the movie cool, but it's not hard to do it. It's literally I could actually do it. Yeah. With support of the community, I could do it. And you get me don't get wrong, I've We've got um, Mish on here saying um, the name of the book, and it's Incarceration J.A. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I've just read it, and it's very, very, very good. I hope it's back to front, but... <laughs> <laughs> I hate the way it does that, the reverse. Yeah, that, that doesn't matter. That's, 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 that's the camera, the camera, the camera fiction of camera. camera yeah, I, I bought this on Amazon. Amazon, yeah, you so, can get yeah. Amazon, yeah. Um, but Misha, yeah. Misha's written a few messages, put a lot of love there. She's saying, um, put lots of love hearts. Um, <clears throat> bigging you up a lot there. Um, and she's saying thank you to appreciate you. Appreciate Yeah, thank you for everything. Appreciate her, appreciate her, appreciate her. But yeah, the book mm -hmm. is sick. It will give you a brilliant insight. To yeah, life. to life and trauma. Yeah, and reflection. Yeah. On life. That's the key. Reflection, reflection, reflection. Mm -hmm. That's the key. That, that's what I want everyone to do is being reflective. You know, we've all made mistakes in life. No one's perfect. No one should judge no one, really. Mm -hmm. You get me? It's just about just growing and developing and allowing ourselves to grow and respect each other and giving each other space to grow and aid each other to grow. Yeah. Do you get me? And I think that's important to aid each other to grow. Like, I think that's so important, you know? There's nothing more important than that. Do you get me? Like, like I, I feel like a lot of people don't understand different things. I, I talk about this uh, relationship. I don't mean this relationship just in like in my workshops. I don't mean relationship just mean husband and wife, but even let's like, say friends, me and you, say me and you, which I I have ideas of me doing stuff together anyway. But say say we you know we develop a really strong friendship and we're and we're working together. There's between control. There's between having a good relationship, which means I relate to you, mm -hmm. then controlship and dictatorship. Because I think even though controlship is not a real word, but I think a lot of people mix relationship between control and dictatorship. Like yeah. like instance, you're like you're doing. You you're doing what you're doing with this this the um this bleeder kit is is it's powerful. I think it's beautiful. And I wanna support it in that way. As I said, we're gonna talk and I wanna see how I can help you and brilliant. But I need help, you know, man. it's like <laughs> I said no, I need like, help, man. <laughs> it's like, it, Listen, we're all doing things and we need help to do what we're doing. And that's why I said this, this is a part of solutions, it's not just what can I do for myself or what can no. I do to even go and stand out there. But what can another. I do to help you? Mm -hmm. You've already got a part, you've got, you've got a different solution in my mind. Now, how can I help your solution? How can I help you to manifest your solution that you can get that out there? Do you get what I'm saying mm -hmm. to you? It's not just about what yeah. I can do. And this is where a lot of people get caught up in the ego. And again, it's not because they're bad or they're egocentric people, but sometimes it's like, again, it's not a reflection on, on self to realize that what other people do is also important. Yeah. Or what, or what other people do, and also you also can have a, a role in it. Like, you don't have to, have to, you always have to be the leader. Yeah, well, I initially set up Let the Youth Live. Um, I was doing my best in Britain. I was, you know, uh, finding the sickest artists from across the UK, um, all up and coming, you know, established, but just, yeah, right across the UK. But I kept connecting with all these beautiful people doing amazing things for their community. 
you know, out here actually grassroots, out there saving mm. lives, out of their own money, running their own um, youth clubs in their houses. Um, yeah. Just so many amazing individuals. And I thought, you know what? You, like, nobody's promoting what you're doing. Nobody mm. is highlighting what you're doing. And so how would the, the, the community going to get on board? And obviously, because you know, of the state of, you know, the knife crime, gun crime and the deaths of yeah. the, the young people as well. So my daughter came up with the name, um, Let the Youth Live. And I started that up. But it was to shine a light on these exceptional people like yourself doing mm. amazing, like so amazing. You just can't believe how much amazing like stuff they're doing. They're not getting funding. But what you realise, yeah. if you hang around waiting for funding, like you could wait forever and you're not going to be yeah, out there done, saving yeah. lives. You won't get done. You won't no, get done. no I, I'm still <laughs> waiting, you know what I mean, for any kind. So I just, yeah, do it all myself. And all these other people I know. But, but again, like I said, we can help each other. Mm -hmm. You know, we can help each other. And I definitely want to, I definitely want to want to talk to you about you, what you're doing because I think those things are really important. And, um, yeah, like the the council needs to also take responsibility as well because the council needs to take responsibility. What's going on with youth violence? Yeah. So I feel like the council in every borough needs to take responsibility and then step up and understand what you're doing as well. That's important. So, yeah. but we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. Yeah. We're gonna talk. We're gonna yeah. talk. We're gonna talk. Wicked. I got. I got. I, I, my mind works fast. I'm. A, I, <laughs> I work very fast. So my mind, my brain is already taking and thinking about things that we're gonna do. So. Oh, wicked, man. Yeah, we're gonna. Um, we're gonna do something. Oh, Misha, Misha's saying again. She's saying thank you for everything. It's not lost on me, man. Good people. We're gonna do something. We're gonna do something. So, you know, you've got my number anyway. Yes. So. Um, off the air, we highlight me and we're going to talk about... Wicked. Yeah, structuring Look something. And then we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, yeah, we'll get things, we'll get things moving. We'll get yes. proper stuff, stuff moving. Wicked. Yeah, and we lovely to, to have you on tonight on the show. Yeah, it's been a real blessing, real pleasure. All right, and looking forward to, yeah, working alongside you going forward. 100%. And, um, you know, fully supporting everything that you do. Um, yeah. So Likewise. big up to you, man. Like I said, Thank very you. proud. Just keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, we're fully supportive. Thank you. And you take care. Listen, it's been lovely talking. Lock it off, yeah. <laughs> cool. Talk to you soon, yeah? All right. Take care, son. Okay. Right. Have Come a on. wonderful Come evening, all right? And I'll you catch too. up with you soon. All right. All right. Take care, yeah? Um, Bless up, sweet, man. Bless. All right. All right. Bye.